And then you wake up and it's two in the morning and there's a zombie gnawing on your brain. You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Yeah, there's dead. There Listen like your life depends on it. Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in wonderful New Hampshire, where my doors are boarded up because I hear the zombie apocalypse coming. My name is Bob Fournier. Joining me as always, my fellow survivors, underground and secure location to the north, it's the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. Hello? <laughs> Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I got dropped again. Oh. <laughs> that was like, man, okay, Lou, you, you went too far, far underground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dig like, up. Dude. Dig up. Oh, uh, well, that's the longest pause we ever heard. <laughs> the payoff was great, too. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I was worried. I was worried there. I thought Lou. <laughs> I thought I was on mute for a second. I've been known well, to do that. Well, I was. It cut. It cut me out, and I had to call back in. And then it, <laughs> there was like this long pause. I was waiting for you guys to say something. I was like, I think they're waiting for me. This show, this show goes on with ten minutes of dead air because Lou won't say anything. Hello? <laughs> Can anybody hear me? I, well, I didn't even hear you introduce me. So. I was oh, yeah. sorry. I, I was more or less waiting for a hi <laughs> to, to kick us off. But well, you know what, Bob? You could have just intro. You I could know. have said hi for Lou. Yeah, sorry, Lou. Uh, well, that's Lou, and uh, we'll we'll quickly get to the other guy here joining us. It's uh, Ryan Murphy over in Canada. It is. I've been I've been very Canadian um, t- this evening. I have my uh, my two cream extra large Tim Hortons coffee. I, I picked up after uh, painting a giant uh, Canadian flag on an outdoor rink below a national historic site so i'm feeling pa- pretty patriotic right i could sing the national anthem right now if you really there's want actually to. nothing more canadian than that whatsoever. i the only thing missing is a hockey stick i don't have one you didn't paint with a hockey stick <sighs> no i well no there was some hockey sticks there but i didn't have one specifically for myself um so Oh, I was wearing a right. toque, though. I, you live in Canada. I thought you all owned hockey sticks. I thought you had to keep them with you at all times. Well, I mean... Thing, in case any sort of hockey game broke out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's funny you say that. Uh, that's not true at all. Um, yeah, no, I, I like hockey, but I don't actually own a hockey stick. Uh, and, and, Lou, you're kind of right. Like, you're supposed to, you're supposed to have a hockey stick kind of just in case. Because road hockey, it's a thing. Well, not yes. Just that, but zombies, man. Catch the fever. Zombies. You know what? You know where the zombies are? What? They're in the news. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and then is spreading rapidly. I'm done talking about Resident Evil. Now I want to talk about Resident Evil 2. <laughs> oh, I was like, well, you're going to hate the news this week. <laughs> Resident Evil 2 co op. How does that sound to you, Ryan? I think that sounds terrifying. 
It's very terrifying. Wait, right? do I have to play as the little girl? Uh-huh. Oh, that's very terrifying. Yeah, um, she can't defend herself. Neither can Ryan. Well, yeah, that works. Yeah, I left my hockey stick in the other room, so I can't really defend myself. And what's her name? Shelly Birkin or whatever? What's her? Is it Shelly or Sherry? Uh, Sherry. Yeah. Shelly is hey, so- her cousin that dies in the first scene. <laughs> Spoilers. Ooh, that's dark. <laughs> Uh, well, so but really though, there's a Resident Evil two that someone's been working on where they where they're using the Unreal Engine and uh, you, making Resident Evil two kind of co op. And uh, watching the video really reminds me of Resident Evil two and how great it was. Uh, Lou, what do you think? Is this something that should happen? I think this is something that should happen, and I want to play this version of the game. Cause I know, it looks right? Nice. <laughs> yeah, it does look really nice. I, I, and you know what? I think Resident Evil two. Is probably one of those games that's seen the least amount of love. I don't well, know. Well, that and there is also another guy who is remaking all of Resident Evil Two in the our uh, Resident Evil Four engine yeah. with as a mod for Resident Evil Four. Mm. Yeah, and that that's interesting enough as itself. But uh, I mean, not only do I want a Resident Evil Two HD remake, I would love to see a Resident Evil Two co-op. Um, I don't know how you do it because a lot of the game focuses around one person still. But if you could find a way to do it, that would be great. <laughs> wouldn't, you rather, wouldn't you rather see them make a new Resident Evil game that focuses on co-op similar to how like Resident Evil 5 was all co-op? No. No? Okay. I, I understand <laughs> no, your it reasoning. Would be bad, but I, I love the classic. Like, playing Resident Evil HD is just so much fun. And, uh, yes, it is. Oh, yeah. I really, it makes me want to go back and play the, the classics, man. And if I could do that with a friend, that'd be so much fun. Or, or even a random partner on Steam that I could really get him mad at me or something like that. Yeah, you know? steal all his bullets, make him play as Shelly Birkin. Yeah, Sherry. Sherry, sorry. Shelly dies in the first five minutes, so. That's right. Your co-op partner would really hate that. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the worst partner ever, don't you think? Yeah, it's like, what, you stick me in the character that dies in the first five minutes? <laughs> right. Damn well, right. That'd be, that'd be pretty fun, though. I mean, I, I hope this guy keeps going, and I hope Capcom gets some great ideas from it. Um, we'll see what happens. We'll we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it, guys. I want I want it. That's all I'm gonna say. That's that's it. Okay. Now now we're gonna talk about Z for Zachariah. That sounds like a post apocalyptic movie, but in fact it's kinda like an anti post apocalyptic movie. But it's got Chris Pine, right, Lou? Yeah, it's got Chris Pine and it's also got that guy I can't ever pronounce his name. Chewell Chiwetel four. Is that yeah, right? I like, I'm sorry. I, I like everything he's in. I never try and pronounce his name. Chihuahua Ewok. Okay. Wow. <laughs> this got... This got... I was kind of hoping none of us would do that. I thought I would have done that. I'm surprised it wasn't me, actually. Um, oh, you. You're, you also got Margot uh, Ruby, so... <laughs> Robbie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you don't correct me on the one that I obviously... <laughs> said wrong. I know. I get the other one. <laughs> we are so off your game today. Uh, well, anyways, you got you got who is weird, not a blonde, but uh, this is a Sundance film uh, that uh, Slash Films reviewed. I don't think we can actually like see it yet. Like it'll be a while. No, it, it is not out yet. It is only doing the film circuit thing. Yeah, but I mean, Chris Pri- Chris Prine. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> Chris Pine. Chris Pine. Uh, he looks a little scruffy with that beard. I gotta say, yeah, looks scruffy. It doesn't even look like Chris Pine. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I didn't even know it was him until I read the thing. I was like, "Oh, wait, that's him." Yeah. Shit. 
<laughs> it's an it's an interesting take though. Like usually, the, and that's probably why it's a. I'm not trying to denounce the film, but that's probably why it's like a a, a film festival type movie because it's like ooh, yeah. it's it's the genre that everyone loves, but we're turning it. It's an anti-post-apocalyptic. Ripping it inside out. Um, no, but really, it's, so it's about um, a self-sufficient survivor, mm-hmm. catastrophic nuclear event, and it focuses mostly on relationships and romance, stuff like that. I don't know. What do you think? Is it worth a watch, Lou? Like, is this something that you're interested in? Nope. So, <laughs> okay. Well, right. you know, moving on. This is kind of... I'm just being honest. Like... Like I, I think it's interesting that there's a film out here like this, and I've read this review, and everything in this review basically makes it sound like it's not my kind of movie. It seems like a soap opera on the big screen, right? Yeah, it seems like a soap opera in a post-apocalyptic movie that doesn't really want to be a post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah. I don't know. And this is probably... Yeah, you're probably right. Like, uh, the review is actually kind of uh, damning in, the, in that... Yeah. In that the, the way it tries to stay away from the post-apocalyptic uh, norm of, of those movies with action and some sort of, like, non-character drama, like, it, it well, actually hurts the film, right? Because it just becomes so boring. Um, but uh, these, this movie seems like it's a direct sort of... Um, addressed to those people who say like you know the the apocalypse sure there's going to be a couple bad people but not everybody's going to be an asshole and i mean almost if i well if i met chris pine in the in the apocalypse i think he'd be a nice guy especially if he had a really scruffy beard yeah he looks actually no he looks a little scary well what about margot yeah, he looks uh, really intimidating margot what about margot she's not blonde in this one so i mean that is weird to see her without being blonde it is um, I, I, so here's my thing. I don't want to be a jerk here. I don't want to be rude or anything, well, but you did when these, um, call them Chihuahua Ewok. So <laughs> when these, yeah, but when these, uh, movies come out and these very artsy kind of movies, sure. I just feel like they try too hard to steer away from what we want to see. Sometimes they overcorrect. If they, if you're doing an apocalyptic movie, I want some action. Don't steer me away from it. Like, if you can want to throw your romance and your turkey dinners and your water wheels, as this article says, go ahead. But still give me that action that I came to see, too, you know? I, I don't know. You don't go full romance. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. never go full romance. No, you never, ever go full romance. I mean, like, I could see them going, like, three-quarters uh, romance character development and one-quarter action. You know, half and half would probably be asking for too much. But I think in yeah. a movie where you're trying to do genre genre bending, like they're doing here, it's important, like you said, to keep some of the genre you're bending. Because then you get the people who hate that genre, like, oh, this is a great film. But you also get the people that are there for the payoff, that like the genre. So I, I think that's the benefit of genre bending, is because you can have both audiences enjoy the film. Or both really hate it. I mean, it really depends. <laughs> that's your real problem is... No one's going to end up liking it. Yeah. Um, I think the artsy folks will probably end up liking this movie. I don't want to categorize anyone, but sometimes a movie comes out that's so different that people like it just because it's different. Um, like Cold Blood. Or Cold... What was that weird one? Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Cold Blood. Cold Blood. That's pretty close. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like the polar opposite. I, yeah. Get it? Cold? <laughs> oh, Ryan. You Go did Ryan. it. Lou's just mad still that he had the longest introduction in the world. Um, Hello. <laughs> Sorry. 
Christ. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, let's kick it old school again, and uh, we should have switched the news around a little bit, but uh, I'm going to play you something, and you tell me what it's from. Who are you? I'm Chris. What do you think? That sounds like the my proposal to Ashley before we got married. Let me try. We'll try a little bit more. Who are you? I'm Chris. Yep, still sounds like Richard. it. What happened? Richard. Chris. <laughs> I'm like, hello? Too dangerous. There are terrible demons. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. He seems to have been bitten by a poisonous snake. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's been bitten, all right. <laughs> so this is the original voice acting from Resident Evil. Like, uh, old school. testing, right? Hmm? This is the voice act test that like, they originally did? Yeah. Uh, Man. It's been overlaid over the remake. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, I think he's playing it. Like, he's he modded the, the remake. I can't. Oh, oh, using the original and playing the new... Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't do that. That I original voice acting is just so bad. Yeah, let's see. He's only he's done three tests, and uh, oh, weird. He's got them uploaded four two two, but they're like one two three. That's really weird. So he's got three tests up right now. You're, the one you're playing is the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. What a blast from the past, though, really. Like, I never uh, played the original, so... That's because you're lame. But, like... Well, I never owned a PlayStation. Never, like, even, like, I guess back in the day, you are kind of like, oh, yeah, like, Resident Evil is such a fun game. You don't really care. Well, um, the other thing, too, is, is at that point, voiceover in games was new. True, true. Yeah. It probably wasn't terrible back then, like, just because it was such a technical feat that people were like, I don't care if this is terrible. And I mean, that's why they re-recorded it for the it's HD remake. <laughs> it's a monster. In another room. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's fun to listen to. You guys should go to YouTube and check it out. Uh, just search for um, uh, original voice acting test two Resident Evil, and you'll be able to hear all the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the serum. Here. Richard, here's the serum. Hold on. Oh, this is great. Here's a radio. Take it. Chris. (laughs) Be careful. Rebecca. Is he all right? (laughs) Rebecca. It's like, did they get get actors or did they just get like homeless people to come in off the street? Rebecca. I believe I, love- I believe the voiceover team at the when they did the actual voice acting, I don't think they had any context for the lines that they were speaking. I think they were just given lines and told to read them. I don't know. That sounds pretty terrible. I could read like I mean anyone could read lines better than that. I But I, I see yeah, that that would that would definitely not help though. Oh man. Ouch. Um We eat a lot so- of jello. We, oh wait, hold on! Ouch! We eat a lot of Jello. <laughs> it's almost like it should be the other way around because, like, he's got a stomach ache. We eat a lot of Jello. Ouch! See? Hi. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. I'm gonna, uh, I'm, gonna sw- I'm gonna switch some stuff around on you guys. Uh, short short notice. We're gonna first talk about the short film Isolated. Um, oh. Really, really interesting. You watched it? Yeah, you guys didn't watch it. 
I want to hear your thoughts on it. You guys definitely. Watch it. <laughs> oh man! That's why it's grayed out, Bob. It's it's five minutes long. If you guys want to watch it, go ahead. I didn't even see it grayed out. I don't pay attention to the notes. Well, it's good to know that all our hard work is for naught. <laughs> I'm like Ron, but your hard work. I watched the thing. Oh right. <laughs> All right, well, we'll skip that. Then. No, we'll tell watch. me tell me how you felt. I want to know if I should watch it or not. Sell me on it, Bob. Yeah, Sell definitely. Me. I agree. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listeners, you hear that isolated short film? It's all right. It was it was cool to see a CGI animated type of zombie thing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely just looked like it was straight out of um, World War Z to me. Like, even the opening reminded me of World War Z. But um, it, was, it was a fun little five-minute watch. But... Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't pay attention to the notes. It looks interesting. It is interesting, but like I said, it's five minutes. It's a pretty fun watch. Just search for isolated short zombie film. You'll be able to see that. Um, now that I've completely made an ass of myself. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about uh, the measles. It's like America's in an isolated farmhouse, and the measles are zombies. <laughs> And for some inexplicable reason, they've risen from the dead and are looking for, oh, I don't know, brains. <laughs> so everybody in the farmhouse has been given a task of boarding up windows and doors in their area to keep out the zombies. Because it's well-established science that zombies have a very difficult time with wood. <laughs> trouble getting it. And you trust everybody's going to do their job. And then you wake up and it's two in the morning and there's a zombie gnawing on your brain. And you're like, what the who didn't board up their window? And that's when some lady from Marin County, who you let into your farmhouse, goes, Oh, I read an article on a wellness forum that says we shouldn't sleep in boarded up rooms because it f***s you all up. And you know what? It's actually pretty genius uh, when you think about it. Mm. Yes, it is. Uh, John Stewart's really funny guy. <laughs> um, so obviously the measles thing is a real serious uh, debate, but having him talk about it as a zombie thing, uh, a amazing because we're zombie fans. B really made sense to me. <laughs> I was like, yes, it did. Explaining it so well. <laughs> um, and this isn't a political show where we could talk about whether we should get vaccinated or not. But well, yeah. I don't... Had we done that, Ryan might not be here. So what? That doesn't even make sense. I I did I I did uh, I did contract the zombie virus, so I should have got my vaccines. So, but really though, it was fun. And uh, John Stewart, he he put it in such a great way. I love watching the video too because he's in the original Night of the Living Dead behind him. You guys watched this one, right? I couldn't because yes, it's not available in my country. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> thank I you. It? All right. I, uh, you know, I I do have to say though, for those who are, what is it? It's a it's a camp of people, the anti anti vaccination people. Yeah, probably don't want to watch this. It will upset you. But hey, if you're not those people, you're gonna love it. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm in I'm in the anti-vaccine camp. I think it's important to get your vaccines. You know, stop the spread of these curable diseases and all that fun stuff. But uh, yeah, if yeah. you're if you're not those people, then um, no, this is great. I, I think John Stewart's a genius. Uh, he he takes things that are complex and and boils them down to. Um, to these awesome comedic bits that that really like Stephen Colbert I found did the same thing, yeah. You know, and they're just oh, yeah. really good. And, and zombies is just such a great way of explaining things. This isn't the first time we've seen zombies used like this. Like the CDC, even the Canadian equivalent, uses zombies in their marketing. 
to usually around Halloween when it makes sense, but I think it's uh it's really neat. Well, why don't you tell me how hard it would be to beat Dying Light with no weapons? Uh, it depends. I I I can't beat it, and I have weapons. Yeah, Lou's having some issues. <laughs> uh, I, more on that later. But uh, I I saw this article that Lou posted in here. Lou Lou found all of these fantastic links this week. Uh, but uh, this one shows it's a it's a GIF. GIF, if you're into that nonsense. Uh, actually, there is a full F. Uh, the full playthrough is available. Oh, yeah, but I, I mean, if you want the highlights, you just go to the GIFs. The guy punching a zombie? Repeatedly. Yeah, punching a zombie in the butt. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, see, I didn't even know you could punch. Uh, I just always used a weapon, but um, I guess this guy has gone through the whole game just punching and kicking, and Lou and I were, were talking about this, and like, yeah, punching would be pretty tough to get through the game, um, but there's a drop kick move and gotta say super satisfying. You can actually upgrade it, Bob. So it like launches the zombie when you hit them. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, a video I'm working on, we did some co-op dying light, uh, with James and Lindsay. Um, and we're going to have that posted probably by the time this episode gets posted. And, uh, it shows me gleefully drop kicking zombies. So gleefully, gleefully. Uh, more on that later. More on that later. Um, but uh, no, this this video is interesting, and, and the game certainly has some interesting ways of disposing of zombies without using your weapons. Um, like there's the drop kick, there's the slide kick, so it's certainly possible. And it's not like that. It's not like that video. Like oh, I went through World of Warcraft without uh, w- without um, buying any talents or uh, choosing a choosing a uh, a side a faction as a monk you know like it's certainly possible to kill things with only melee okay so right. it, but it's still an impressive feat right i guess i i mean I, I don't know the weapons are fun i don't know why you wouldn't want to use the weapons cuz you want to uh, you want to be able to tell that you beat the game without any weapons you want to put it on youtube that's why yeah well more on that later. Speaking of YouTube, uh, we're going to go into one of my favorite segments of all time. Ooh. Also, spoilers in that article. It doesn't matter if you finished the movie or not. What matters is he tried. <laughs> Thanks. He tried his hardest. <laughs> I Actually, I really I went to bed. Uh, this week's movie was Dead Before Dawn 3D... And you got about halfway through. I, yeah. <laughs> got to where the point when Christopher Lloyd died. Whoa, spoilers. Are we not supposed to spoil? No, go ahead. That movie is super predictable. Uh, oh, yeah. Ah. It's, 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 it's overly predictable to the point where you're like, okay, here's where this is going to happen. Is it a fun watch, though? Is it fun yes. to watch? Well, yeah, I think that was the point of the movie. Um, it's supposed to be super predictable. It's, 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 a, it's another Canadian film. Which was yeah. awesome. You wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell unless you looked it up. Um, it's not like overly Canadian like Pontypool was on the surface, but I guess it was it was filmed in and around Toronto probably or Vancouver. But uh, it stars a, a and I'm going to describe the film the best I can. Stars a kid. Okay, starts off his dad died because his dad picked up like this urn and he fell over and died. Okay. And fast forward Makes 15 sense. years. Yeah, so you still with me? Okay. Oh no! no you, you should preface it. Oh, the, the the grandfather runs a shop of odds and ends of the supernatural. Right, 
He runs. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's true. No, Lou's right. He does. The The grandfather is Christopher Lloyd. Um, and what happens is 15 years later, Christopher Lloyd has won the Lifetime Achievement Award from the Occultist Society uh-huh, <laughs> and needs needs uh, his, his grandson to run the shop. He hasn't been in the shop since his dad uh, passed away from the uh, weird urn that that cursed him so obviously he's he's in the shop he's he's got a crush on this girl who is the girl from super bad um uh the, the same girl that the uh, punchy mcboberton uh ha- likes <laughs> <laughs> um anyways uh and, and you know obviously they come to the shop when he's like manning the shop and uh they play with the urn he drops the urn and the interesting thing about the urn is his grandfather says, here are the rules. You know, you keep the shop open whenever the hours are, you close up properly, and you do not touch the urn for any particular – never touch the urn, don't mock the urn, and certainly do not touch the urn. What do they do? They touch the urn, they drop it, it breaks all over, of course. And they're all standing around it, and then, and then the main character goes like, oh my god, we're going to be cursed. And then everyone just – launches into this sarcastic like back and forth about like oh yeah we're gonna be cursed and it's probably gonna start at midnight because that's just cliche it's like oh well midnight doesn't work for me 10 p.m is better no what's gonna happen like oh everyone who sees us we make eye contact with will kill themselves and then come back as zombies no demons zemans and it goes on and on and on of course once 10 o'clock rolls around this all starts happening right and the premise is that they mocked the spirit so the spirit Actually, he's like, yeah, actually, that curse sounds pretty good and, and makes it so. Oh, really? And, yeah. And that's actually the funniest part of it is every time they make contact with somebody, the person proceeds to kill themselves. And you're like, oh, well, that's messed up. Yeah, the, the funniest uh, one is the first one when that girl's on that date and he's like drinking out of this hot dog mug. He spends 80 bucks on a hot dog mug and uh, he's just drinking it and it's like, well... I think this has been fun. And he just gets up on the ledge and jumps off. <laughs> it's actually kind of dark, the the film. <laughs> it's very yeah, it dark. sounds it. Yeah, like, because everybody, like, you don't really see it coming because it's such, like, a, a cheerful and upbeat movie. Like, the guy loses his father, loses his mother, loses his grandfather, all in the span of, like, 20 minutes of the film. <laughs> and he's he's kind of okay with it. He's just, he's just, he's powering on through. And I don't know, I, I didn't get all the way through, not because I wasn't bored, but be, or not because I was bored, it was because I just ran out of time. Uh, yeah. I am going to finish it post-recording. If I have any, like, crazy thoughts afterwards, I will certainly I'll be update. curious on your take on the ending. On the ending, eh? Um, yeah. I don't know. The ending's probably... I'm going to... Pre- okay, I'll predict the ending. We'll predict spoil the ending, it. I, I'll tell you. I think the ending is uh, he gets the girl... Uh, douchebag. No, I got to the point where douchebag McGee died. He died because he's like, "Come on, we can make it on our own." And she's like, "No, we got to stay with everybody." He's like, "Well, screw you. I was only hanging out with you because I thought I could get a free threesome." And it's like, "Oh, wah, wah. and he leaves and he dies right away." Um, so I think he he gets the girl. They they stop the curse and he's like, "Uh, I'm a nerd, but I did it. Yay!" it's a little bit different it's not what you expect okay good because that's good because i think and so far my favorite character is the guy who just it has a fascination with selling mugs 
<laughs> yeah, and he gets better as the as the movie goes on. Yeah. The characters are good, and there's like actors in there that I recognize, like the uh, the main dude with dreads, who's like pretty hardcore and getting into killing zombies and stuff. And I don't know, it was nice. It's a more recent film. It's from what is it? Oh six last year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from last 06. year. That wasn't well, last I year. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna watch it. You should watch I'm it. Watch you it. should watch it. I'm going to do it. All right. It's got Christopher Lloyd. I know. I like anything with Christopher Marty. Lloyd. Marty, it's the zombies. We've got to go back. Walking. What is that? Huh? That sounded like Christopher Walken. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. <laughs> oh, did it? <laughs> what you got? I can't. Now that I'm trying to do Christopher Walken, I can't do anything. So, all right. So, what's next? What do you got for me next? All right, this is what we're going to do next. Uh, this is going to be our topic for this week. And, uh, of course, it has to do with what came out and what you could watch. What? Above. I asked, what am I watching next oh, week? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to skip over that because I don't even want to talk about it. No, Lou, what's he doing? Uh, God, next Bob. week, your goal is to watch Serpent, Serpent and the Rainbow. <laughs> he said your goal, which you might complete it this week. Uh, yeah. Your goal this week, Ryan, if you can keep up. Is Serpent and the Rainbow okay? Uh, what is this movie? What what was it? When was it released? Uh, this was done in the nineties. I was going to say, sounds very I mean, 90s. The, late eighties, early nineties. It stars Bill uh, Bill, Pullman. Bill Pullman. It's a nineteen eighty eight movie. Yeah, and <laughs> it is about voodoo zombies. Yeah, it's a it's a really fun movie to watch. It's a Wes Craven movie, I think. Right? Yes, it is. Do you know yeah. what else uh, surfaced in the late eighties? You? Yeah. <laughs> this probably came say? out the it, year you were born it was i was 87 so uh good year awesome. serpent in the awesome. rainbow and ryan murphy both are haiti yeah Hades, and, Hades. one of them and, has and, phil pullman in it and i'm gonna tell <laughs> you I'm gonna, phil pullman <laughs> right, I, I will tell you this before you go into this movie <laughs> sorry it is it is a voodoo zombie movie and it's really serious all the way up until about the last 15 minutes, and then everything ridiculous happens. Really? It's still good. It's a good movie. I think I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. It's a classic. It so is. it's not Bill Pullman, right? It's, it's Bill Pullman, not <laughs> Phil Pullman. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's switch gears here and talk about uh, our favorite TV show, The Walking Dead. It was secure. It has a wall, homes, 20 people. Beth wanted to go with him. She wanted to get him there. It's a long trip, but if it works out, it's the last long trip we have to make. And what if it isn't around anymore? And we keep going. It's a long trip, but it's still going to be in Georgia. I just want to let you know that now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> now I think they're heading in the opposite direction. So, like Lou says, they got to the border, and then it's like, oh, we got to go the other way now. They're just, they're, you know what they're doing? They're doing suicide runs, like back doing and forth. Big giant circles around Georgia. That's yeah. what it's time doing. to go to Florida. Actually, I wonder what that would be like. Uh, Down to Florida. Welcome. Uh, that was weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I kind of want to go to Florida. That's what right? the zombies do. Like, so, obviously, Rick's talking about a nice, safe spot with walls and houses mm. and fortified communities. Does that sound familiar, comic we, book reader? 
<laughs> We've been talking about this for weeks. Uh, no, I think we all kind of knew where Walking Dead was going, but the fact that he talks about it being a long trip makes me feel like they're not going to get there this season. <laughs> no, I, I don't think that they're going to get to their destination this season. I think the rest of the season is going to be their trip to where next season begins. Yeah, and I think... <clears throat> I think and that's not a bad thing. I, no, no. I think with along with what you said a little while back is I think what we're end, we're going to end up getting the um, the whisperers first. Um, that's mm. what they're called, right? Yes. Yes. I think I think that's what's going to happen. It's because that's crazy and intense, and I feel like that's what we need right now. And yeah, uh, less less I, crazy like less crazy guy with a knife or or like a a gun, and I think they've done they've done enough of the crazy guy and. Jumping straight to the whispers and taking some time to get to Negan might be a good yeah, idea. I think so, and I think that's what we kind of need. And I think Lou may have hit it on the head there. If this is if they're saying right now it's going to be a long trip, I feel like this season's going to focus on that long trip, and we're going to have to just fight things on the way there. And I think the first few episodes are going to be them trying to cope with the, the loss of Beth and like what it does to the different characters and they finally get over it and then the whisperers come in from there. But yeah, you're you're you know what you're describing? You're describing the, the last no, you're well yeah, but you're describing the last half of of season 4. That's exactly yeah. what happened. It was a long trick and it was more, it was all character development and yeah. You really think they'll do that again? I don't think it's going to be character development. I think you're going to see um character um, I guess it's development. Yeah, I, I think they're all they're all together. I think you see two, three episodes of them traveling, and then they get there. And I still think we're going to see a setup for we're going to get we're going to get something similar to um, the end of the second season with the prison and and like the camera zooming out. We're going to get that moment where it's uh, like yeah. three days of traveling, uh, four days at this new settlement, and then the last episode will be like. Holy shit! Season six is going to be about X. I, what I, about I, you, Luke? Yeah. I think they're going to avoid that because they've done that a couple of times now. I think they've I, only done it once, right? No, they did it last season too. Remember, they got all the way to. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. They did. They were pretty heavy-handed with the cannibal stuff. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't shy away from that. Like there were people sharpening knives and licking their lips when the new guys came <laughs> in. It's like. It's like, okay, AMC, we get it. Next season's going to deal with cannibals. We get it. I think we yeah. all figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. And I, I, I mean, I don't, and I don't think that they're not going to shy away from that, but I don't think it's going to be as ham-fisted this season as that. Yeah, um, it was, it was think, pretty ham-fisted. I think we get, like, two episodes explaining the aftermath of Beth's death. Yeah. And... and Kind of hinting that there's something else out there in the woods following them. Who we who we know as a viewer is uh, probably Morgan. Morgan. Good. I'm glad you answered that before I tried to like, I call him. What's his, What's his name? <laughs> What's your his name? Yep. And then after we they, Morgan teams up with them, they have a run in with the whispers. Is my thought, and that's okay. on their way to wherever it is they're going. And now, now I, I I haven't read the comics, so I don't know the context of the whispers. Like, why would why would the whispers want to? Co- What's their reasoning for wanting to take out Rick's group? I, I'm, I know there's probably a reason in the comic book that they haven't set up in the TV show, but they're after Morgan. I'm guessing. Um, yeah, think so. So you think Morgan's looking for help, maybe, and well, that's why he's tracking Rick? 
all of the all of the hints that the whispers are coming, the like all the leaks that and rumors of, of it came from a, a dialogue from Morgan. Yeah. To Rick, to we Rick. talked about this, right? Yeah. We yeah, talked about it way it back way back in the season. Season uh, four? I think it was two or three. Three? three. He like goes back to a city and finds I think him. it's I think it's three. They're doing like a supply run. It was during the prison se- sequence. I think you're right, season three. Well, anyway, I actually also heard a rumor. I don't know how you guys feel about this too, that uh, the next cast member that could be killed, I heard two different rumors. One is that dude from Everyone Hates Chris. Uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Isn't younger kid, Noah. Yeah, Noah. Um, he got a job on the a new, I think it was a new CSI show or something like that. Is it CSI Cyber? I don't know. I don't know if it was CSI. He got a he got a um, full time spot on that show, mm. and then uh, the other rumor I heard is uh, Tyrese might be the next to be offed. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't see like Tyrese. I can kind of I can see them setting it up, but they they've said in the past that the only way they take out characters is if it serves the story or serves some sort of message. Right. And Noah dying, I can see that being a thing if if they make it back to their town. Um like it, the 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 show rarely kills characters just randomly, you know? It's yeah, always I, in service. I can see Tyrese going. Um just because they've shown how weak his character has become. Like he didn't kill the guy that he knew was a bad guy and told them he did. Then there was another situation where he could have killed somebody and saved somebody's life and he didn't and it caused problems right. and I picture them killing him off as a message for the rest of the, the members of the show so you guys think you guys think there will be major deaths in yeah. the second half of the season yes even without a major enemy sort of coming after them like we yes. don't know yet I'm sure sh- we're pretty confident they're going to introduce a big baddie in the second half of the season, it's, right? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah. Got to. I don't think we ever go more than a couple episodes without some doom and gloom rising above them. Yeah. No, I I, I want to see some action. I want to see some – I don't know. I feel like we're going to get a, at least a few episodes of uh, a lot of the characters not really getting along or doing what they need to do or having disagreements. And we still have the priest there, right? Yep, Father Gabriel's still there. Father Gabriel, I think, I think he's got a, he's got to make some progression. We'll get more of him probably. Yeah, no, you definitely will. Okay. Um, well, spoilers. Spoilers. Mm. Uh oh. I'm looking uh, forward. This returns this weekend. We're good. We're almost there, guys. And oh my so, god, is it this weekend? It I is? was thinking it was next weekend. I thought so too, and then I thought about it. It's like no, it's the ninth, which is this weekend. And the next Zamp episode will be our first spoilery goodness episode where we talk about season five, episode nine. Oh, it's going to oh, feel wow, good to talk I... about it again, guys, huh? Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. I love, uh, I love doing this, uh, this Walking Dead breakdown stuff. Uh, also, if you guys are listening, you have predictions that you want to get in before or, you know, before we read them for next week, even though the show will be afterwards, uh, write in your predictions. Let us know what you think. And um, you can uh, be on the show, much like mm. Pete, 
some of our emailers already. Yeah, we've got a we got a comment slash email here from Pete. Uh, some people uh, who have been commenting on the website should know that uh, there is an, a, an approval po- process just due to you know WordPress websites get all the spam. So if you don't see your comment pop up right away, we do try to take care of them. Um, but you can always email us as well. But from this, Pete, this one this one did not show up, and I will take full blame for it. I thought I had approved it. It's nobody's and fault, a, and apparently it didn't approve because I did it's it on Lou's my phone. Fault. It's Lou's fault. No, it's it's nobody's fault. You hear it's that, just... Pete? You hear that, Pete? <laughs> I'm sure Pete is just ecstatic to hear that it's Lou's fault. <laughs> Lou's a great guy. Lay off him. Come on. All right, sorry. sorry. Uh, Says you. <laughs> you don't agree with me? I'm defending you. <laughs> well, that's true. He did kill me in Dying Light, which that co-op video is coming soon. I promise. Um, actually, no, it wasn't you. I was I was holding onto a propane tank, and I was going to throw it off, and uh, James hit it, and I almost died. But anyways, uh, Pete, let's get to your comment. He's talking about The Walking Dead. He forgot to mention on uh, – I, 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 sorry, I forgot to mention on your comments about Georgia and The Walking Dead. I live in Georgia, so the reason you don't see season changes is because outside of the mountains in the northern part of the state, Georgia only has two seasons, summer and fall. That sounds fantastic. There are a few uh, a, cold, a few cold days, as in 20 to 32 degrees, here and there in December and January we call winter, but otherwise it's either pleasant, fall and spring, or humid and scorching, hot, summer. When it snows, I realize I'm reading this really weirdly, so I, this is not Pete, this is Ryan completely messing this up. When it snows, there's complete chaos. The store shelves empty out and the whole state shuts down because we're not equipped to deal with ice on the roads. You better have vacation time at work because chances are your business will be closed and your kids will be out of school. I also work in the city where a lot of The Walking Dead is filmed, Griffin, Georgia, so I will try to snap some pics of the real... I don't know why I put pics in there. Some shots of the real filming locations when I get a chance. Pete. P.S. I can feel the love for Z Nation starting to come through. No! Yeah, Bob Bob still hates Z Nation, but Lou, I think, made his way through it. I still have the last two episodes that I just haven't had the urge to sit down and watch. But I've watched most of the season, and it has good moments, and it definitely gets better than that pilot. But I still, I'm not a huge fan. I'll continue to watch as long as they keep putting it on TV. Yeah, I need to I need to watch uh, a couple more episodes. But how do you guys feel about so this ex- this finally explains the mystery of Georgia to me in terms of why there's I just I live in Canada so I just assume there's four seasons. Uh, there, I knew that there was only two seasons. My yeah. dad lived in Georgia for a couple years. Ooh, can he get us pics of the Walking mm-hmm. Dead? Uh, my dad now lives in Florida. Oh, but he used to mm-hmm. work in Georgia a couple years ago. Oh, cool. oh, really though, Pete? If you could, if you can get us some, as Ryan calls them, picks, hot picks, uh, get us some hot. No, don't. That'd be awesome. Also, if you could have anyone from the Walking Dead cast kind of come up and you know talk about the the podcast, that'd be cool too. Actually, yeah, that's. I don't, yeah, that's I don't a good think point. that's asking too much, Pete. Uh, <laughs> well, it, you know what, Pete? We'd be forever in your debt if you uh, if you could get one of the cast members to say, "Hey, this is uh, uh, Ricky Grammy." Grimes, and you're listening to Zombies Ate My Podcast. Not even close. All right, where's my latte? I don't know. Where's my my latte? Where's my latte? Give me my Uh, latte, Pete. Actually, if you could just work on the set and get us us everybody. Yeah, you know what? Just take us with you to the set. (sighs) I thought I was trying to do a Daryl Reedus impression. I just realized I mixed up his names. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, well, we also got some uh, feedback from Alan. You may remember Alan because he asked I us a, a do great. Remember Alan. What? 
I do remember Alan. Oh, he asked us a great Resident Evil question, and we did not get back to him in time, but he wrote, Ryan, Bob, and Lou, thanks for the enthusiasm in solving my REHD conundrum. Sorry to take up your time with the walkthrough questions. Please, Alan. Uh, I tried to wait on the new episode, but wasn't sure your regular schedule. Don't worry, Alan. Neither are we. He said, "To be honest, so he said to be honest, I did my own uh, fact research and figured it out." Um, he mentioned it on our Facebook page, and uh, he was he thought it was funny listening to us uh, scramble on to help me uh, to help him. And uh, he can't wait for the new Walking Dead season. And uh, he just got the first two volumes of the graphic novel. Can't wait to read them. Keep up the great content. And uh, he'll do his best to spread the word about Zamp. Spread the virus. Thank you, Alan. And I'm glad we didn't help. <laughs> well, okay. we. It's funny. Like we, we felt like we helped. We felt like we got to where we needed to go to get we Alan did. on his oh, way. We, did. we were like, you... Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say we were so cl- I felt like we were like... It's like, we got this. We nailed it. If he hasn't done it and he listens to this, he's going to be able to beat the game. And, had, and if you look at our Facebook page, he kind of explained what he had to do. Nothing to do with what we were talking about. Like We were talking about like the shield key and the I leather. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. What? After after thinking about it and talking about it with Alan, when I went back and played Resident Evil HD, I helped myself. So in a way, wow. Alan, you helped me. <laughs> wow. Not get as stuck as I normally do. I feel game. like we should all hug. Um, no, thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, I just I put it out there. I, I can sense the hostility, so I will back away. Well, Ryan, mm. obviously other people are going to want to uh, email us. Oh, I thought you were going to say hug us, and I'm like, mm. some some may. All right. Some some may. I get. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yes, I, I get the hint. Um, I did want to mention a couple things before we close out. Uh, we've been getting a lot of emails lately, and I'm loving it. I'm loving the listener interaction on Facebook, on our website. We're getting comments, even on Google+. Plus. Um, so that's great. One thing I'd like to see come back, which was a community-driven feature, is Ask the Busy Zombie Lord. So we got some new listeners that have been pretty vocal uh, on the emails oh, and whatnot. I forgot about that. So I just wanted to give people a reminder, if you're new to the show, a couple times we did a cool segment called Ask the Busy Zombie Lord. That's Lou, if you're unaware. Um, and basically asking him ridiculous questions that only a busy zombie lord would be able to answer. <laughs> And, and and some of them were quite fantastic. Yeah. And then some of them uh, even Had to do befuddled with me. Yeah, the yeah. one when Scott Johnson was on, the question we asked was, uh, uh, if zombies eat, do they poop? And Best we, question ever. Yeah, and, and Scott was on that episode, and Scott loves poop jokes. So, um, yeah, so if you have any questions, send them in. We'll get them all queued up. Send as many as you can think of, and they Lou doesn't see them until the show. He answers it on the fly, yep. and it's always it's, solid gold. It's very scary. Oh, it's scary <laughs> for Lou, but it's it's fun for Bob and I. Um, so definitely do that. Another thing you might be interested in, you might notice a new ad spot on our website that's uh, Alpha Geek Radio. We are now on Alpha Geek. I may have mentioned this last week, but I'll mention it again. Um, we are on the 24-7 sort of... Uh, off-air mode when there aren't live shows. We're on Channel 3. You might hear us there. And I did want to gauge interest from people if if people would like to listen to this show live. We record live to hard drive, so it wouldn't be difficult for us to just pipe this out to the channel. So if you're interested in hearing this show live, write in, let us know, um, because your feedback 
really helps us shape this show. So, um, yeah, let us know. Uh, and you can do that by going to our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, where you'll find all our links, email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at zombiespodcast. Getting a lot of love on Facebook, so I'll, I'll mention it here. Facebook.com slash zombiesatemypodcast. Google plus google.com slash zombies ate my podcast if you want to follow individual hosts on twitter you can find me at r murphy lou at busy zombie lord and bob at bobbert f finally quick shout out to joel duggan for all the awesome artwork that you're seeing on our website and itunes you can find more of his awesome work at joel duggan a dot com a dot com thank you very much ryan murphy um if we do live shows is there a video where you'll see that i actually don't pay attention to any of it uh we would okay so we would probably do audio only because i find video uh i don't mind video but like it's just a bunch of talking heads so unless we had more to offer like the only way we would do a video episode if you if i know we have a lot of new listeners and um a year ago, we did a role-playing episode where that was one of our only video episodes, uh, and it got published to YouTube. That was a lot of fun. Maybe episode 100, we bring it out. back. Yeah, go check it out on our YouTube page. We are going to be adding more content, youtube.com slash zombies ate my podcast. I literally have an ep- a, a, a video that will go live with this episode. I promise. Ooh. I promise. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening as always, and uh... – for now, get ready for the bad zombie joke that's coming up after this. Oh. We lost Lou. <laughs> oh, he's back. What? Lou, <laughs> Lou left for a bit. I can't hear you. What, what happened? Lou's gone? Lou's back. I, I was gone. Hi. <laughs> Incoming bad zombie joke. <laughs> Wait, is that Lou laughing? <laughs> I think you killed Lou. What? Where was that from? I don't remember. But I, I don't remember either. I but... would play that every time I play a zombie joke because it makes me feel like it's funny. <laughs> it makes it sound like Lou is actually laughing. This, this is what I'll do. You I'm ready? not even sure what that's from, but I think that was a recent episode. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Lou. What's up, Bob? Hopefully you don't fade away during this call, but... um, <laughs> Yeah. What, what's the worst type of insect in the zombie apocalypse? A mosquito? A zombie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lou, stop it. Stop it. Oh, Lou, you're too kind. <laughs>